Hey, Shift Talkers, Colleen Sweets here with the Shift Talkers podcast. I just want to give a little gratitude before we start this session of our podcast. Uh, I was just sitting here thinking about how grateful I am to so many people. Um, so I just wanted to give them a shout out. Uh, number one, I would like to say thank you, Cricket, for uh, doing this with me, doing this podcast. It's so fun. And I know if you've listened to the last few podcasts, you guys, all you shift talkers, she hasn't been here. The restaurant is opening back up little by little. And so our schedules are changing, uh, kind of kind of going back to normal. Actually, next week, starting March 15th, we will go back to our normal hours, which is 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. So with that being said... Cricket, I miss you being here with me and us. Uh, uh, moving on, Amber and Aurelis, miss you girls. Um, we all got shit going on and, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to keep plugging forward. So, But I do miss you girls and I'm sure a lot of other people do too that uh, miss your voices and like to listen to the podcasts and hear you girls make your silly jokes and your antics and your stories, because we know we all have great ones. Any hoot, uh, we will make a podcast, the four of us, the four of us original shift talkers here very soon, I hope, if we can all get our schedules to arrange together. Uh, my sister, Andrea, she's a shift talker. I mean, come on. But um, I want to thank her for being here and doing this with me too. She's my one of my biggest fans. Speaking of biggest fans, I'd love to give a shout out to Mr. Scott Knight. He is uh, one of our biggest fans and he just, he can't wait for the next episode. Sandy spit out his coffee laughing. And so that's kind of what we're trying to do. So it's making me really happy every time he comments and says, hey, hey, hey. So... Welcome to the Shift Talkers Podcast. I'm here with my Sissy again, Andrea, my sometimes co-host. And our special guest today is Mr. Thomas Gallegos. Hello, Hi. hello. Hi, Thomas. Hi, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I, I want to just start off with a story about this morning when I thought I had the whole day off. I was literally dancing yesterday, leaving work. Um, like, and everybody's like, I'm like, I'll see you Sunday. I got three days off, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Woohoo! Well, I was supposed to open as manager this morning. So all the cooks and everybody were like waiting outside for <gasps> me. And I was in bed, you guys. Oh, no. I was like, I'm sleeping in till 8.30. Supposed to be there at 8. And that's like, I think that's like kind of the cool thing about restaurants yeah. is it's more, you know, like. It's I, flexible. Exactly. Yeah. Like I worked in an office and I remember you'd be like rushing in the door. You'd be like, I got 30 seconds to clock in. <laughs> oh my gosh. They're going to give me a point. <laughs> <laughs> Though I slept like through my shift. Yeah. I'd be up at like 3 p.m. and I'd look at my phone. And they'd be like, hey man, you were scheduled at 9 o'clock this morning. Oh my oh. god! It's three p.m. I, yeah. How could you sleep? Like it would be in the back of my mind. I have to be at work, so obviously <laughs> I know that wasn't in the back of your mind. No, but this was when I was still like drinking and like just I was partying a bunch. I probably mm -hmm. went to bed at like nine nine a.m. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Great segue into our topic for this fine afternoon. We want to talk about partying and, and things like that in the restaurant industry. The reason why we want to do that topic is because Thomas has been sober for, I forgot, 400 and something, something, something days. Something like that. 400. Tell us. It's like 440 and some change. It's <laughs> something like that. You know, I've Hell been yeah. on the grind. Love nice, sure. nice, nice. Which in years, it's like a year and a few months. You're, yeah, you're And you're young. Yeah. Mm, 24. Yeah. 24. Yeah, so. Mm -hmm. so I, I, man, I wish I would have done it at 24. Me too. Because well, I just stopped I drinking. Yet, but I just stopped yeah. drinking like maybe three years ago. Yeah. 
And I'm going to be 48. No, I am 48. <laughs> She's going to be 49. You are 48. I mean, yeah. I think that like no, no matter the age though, you know, it's like it's good that you did. I agree you know, 100%. It's, it's and good. I keep t- saying, well, I wish I would have done this 10 years ago, but I wasn't ready then, obviously, yeah. you know. I, tr- I tried it once when I, was, when I was 20. And yeah, I just, I, w- I wasn't ready for it mm-hmm. for sure. You know, I was like, oh, I'm about to turn 21 and... You know, my right. friends were doing this and that or the other. And then in the industry, of course, yes. where I worked, it was like. Everyone's partying. The party never ends. You know, there's always a story where you come in and you look at someone and you're like, dang, bro, you look <laughs> like you had a night. And they're like, yeah, you know, I, I think I'm still sweating tequila yeah. right now. Like, yeah. yeah. So when somebody Eesh. still stinks of alcohol the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's been. Well, I've probably been one of those people. I know uh, I have for sure. Oh, I definitely have for sure. Or come in and just like people looking in, I just got like bloodshot red eyes. Like, <laughs> right. <"Hey." laughs> so one time, I, I love this story. <laughs> it's funny now. Probably wasn't funny. It was funny then too because it wasn't me actually. It was. Oh no, um, I know what's coming. No, it wasn't you. It was, <laughs> oh, okay. it, was uh, this, the, it was Emily, which we're going to have her on the show soon. So I'm going to say her name, Emily. We're going to have her on the show. But she she literally came to work, I think it was probably like a Saturday or Sunday morning, with her shirt inside out, buttoned up, inside out. Nice. <laughs> it was nice. great. I'm like, how did you even do that? I thought you were going to talk about the time I called in. I know. Well, I did think of that. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking about that last night. But, but. I, I find it interesting, especially at, at 24 years old uh, and still being in the industry. So... I think we had talked a little bit about it and you mm. said something about looking through two different lenses yeah. in the industry. And I thought that was really interesting. So like, like explain that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, like, um, for me, whenever I first got sober, it was like life was pretty brand new. You know, I've, I've talked to some people about it. Cause you know, when you're in sobriety, you talk to people about it, you know, you're like, Hey, like, this is my experience. And they're like, Oh, this is mine. Right. And, uh, with, that like when I first got sober, I remember I was going up a mountain and it was snowing like crazy. It was t- it was in Taos and it was snowing like crazy. And I'd seen the snow before, and I'd seen the snow thousands and thousands of times. But it was like that time I was like, holy shit! Like I feel like I'm seeing this for the first time ever. Like mm-hmm. it felt like it was like the first time I had wow. ever actually like stopped and yeah. looked at snow. Wow. And so then, you know, fast forward and then I'm, I'm in California and I get a job at a place that's, you know, it's, it's popular for margaritas. It's popular for expensive tequila shots. And it's pop, it's, it was a Mexican restaurant. I mean, as Mexican as Huntington Beach can be, you know. But, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the, the name was, it was Fred's Mexican Cafe. And it's like. I love it. Fred? That is great. You worked Fred. there? I did. Yeah. I worked there for not too long. I worked there for like four months before I moved back. But yeah. How long were you in California? Uh, eight months. Like, Did you go to California dock. to get sober? It was a part of my, my sobriety journey, yes. So whenever I was like, I lived in Taos for 30 days and then I moved to California okay. and that was like, they had a whole program out there, big community out there for, for sobriety, Yeah, really yeah. large community. Huh. So when I started working at Fred's, it was whenever I like really started to kind of like, I remember there'd be times where I would be in the weeds like so bad, I'd be in the weeds, and I would like to say, like I wasn't in the weeds, I was in the rainforest, <laughs> and I'd be hustling and bustling, and because they would like their system there was like really different, you know, it's like rotation here where it's like, okay, you get set, then you get set, then I get set, and then go back to rotation. Mm-hmm. There, it was like whoever's getting it is getting it. <laughs> like it was, there was times no rhyme or reason. No, yeah, just tables Take being that table. set. I, there was times where the worst time I ever had was it was a Monday night and it was slow. And then our general manager sent all the other servers home. And so it was just myself and another server. And we were splitting like, uh, I think we closed on the last half of the restaurant. So there was like 30 tables between the two of us. And oh my God. Yeah, I got. Did they all get sat? All at once. We got the biggest rush and I got sat. I already had four tables. And I got sat 15 tables <gasps> once. Oh, come on. Nobody can do that. I could, I, I almost like, I had like so much anxiety. Did and... you have how? God, that sounds like a nightmare. 
it was well, crazy. It is. It is yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. I've, I've had the dreams for sure. Yes. I used to have bar- I know you have. Bartender dreams where like everyone was at the bar and I'd like, all oh, my glasses kept breaking. I just need to, I just need to pour away. This guy needs a water. That's it. Oh my gosh. I but, hate those dreams. Right? Hopefully it wasn't breaking in the ice. This one was a living nightmare though. Yeah. F- 15 it, tables, like six, five tops too. Oh, and so there's, just... I would have, I don't know. I, I probably would have stayed there. Hey, my heart um, is beating really fast. Let's go on to a different subject. Yeah. No, yeah, it <laughs> no was, I'm just kidding. I'm it kidding. was crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so in that place, it was like, there was, yeah, it was just like everyone, like anyone would get sat, you know. And yeah. Thanks to the manager that was on duty there. Shoe, my man Shoe. He, hey, Shoe. He, he helped out a bunch for sure. But um, yeah, when, when I was like... With that type of culture, it's like really party oriented. So it's yeah. like, not oh only, yeah, what were you gonna say about Fred's? Um, well, I was I was trying to get into like the way that like the difference between because I was talking about the snow and like like the difference oh, between okay, like yeah. oh, it's like about being in the weeds is what I was talking about. Oh and okay. It was a time where I was like really like I was just trying to keep up and like there were so many people and I had to carry these margaritas on this tiny little tray and there were like these like there were twenty ounce margaritas so oh, there were like people would order them like crazy and then they fly you know like you, there's always that one person at the table you set their drink down and then you turn around and grab the other two and then you turn back around and his That's drink gone. is gone yes. <laughs> diet coke <clears throat> yeah God, those people fly through they uh, do yeah. and i don't know what that's about i think it makes you more thirsty or something because i think it's gotta it's ridiculous the diet coke phenomenon but i was thinking to myself when i was really struggling i was like oh my gosh how did I ever do this before? <laughs> like, how did I ever be like as intoxicated right. as I was and like be able to do this? Like, I don't like I spilt a couple of drinks here and there, you know, like yeah. sometimes. But so you would go to work drunk when I used to. Yeah. When I used to drink, I would. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sometimes when I was bartending, sometimes I would be like, you'd be Man. doing shots with it. One for you, one for me. I would never do one at the bar. But oh, right. I would like do it before my shift and then yeah. I'd do like a little like, hey, can I go smoke? But there yeah. was like a bar next door and I was really good friends with those bartenders. Mm, right. So you didn't bring like little minis in your car or something like or in mm-hmm. your pocket. No. Because that's, just... you know, you should... I've seen people go out to their car mm-hmm. and do shots and I'm like, hey. See, I've found minis in the trash can in the bar at work, which could be an employee, could not be an employee because, you know, we don't have a separate bathroom really. Mm-hmm. We can use any bathroom we want to. Pretty much, but that's why I used to throw mine in the in the bathroom. Yeah, I'd at least wrap not. it up in toilet no. paper first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we used to, you know, depending on the bartender and depending on the night, like a lot of times I would do. We used to actually when I first started working at the place I work. Mm. Uh, one of my fir- the first like day we have this little nook area where our schedule is and stuff, and there was a sign in there that said. You are no longer allowed to have a pre-shot before work, like a pre-work oh, shot. Oh my goodness! Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that is. There was a note up there saying you are no longer allowed to do this, and I'm like, oh wow, because I had, I had come from like mostly corporate places or places that didn't sell alcohol, so it was very strange to me because we at corporate like you can't even go and drink on your days off mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah. so uh so that was interesting to me um and we used to do it anyways because the, i mean you know well, well during shift like the bartenders there they would they would be like give me a shot maybe coffee cups you know drinking liquor out of a coffee cup and mm-hmm. i i think now how the hell did i do that because but everybody else so was were drinking so much too. It was a freaking party in there. Yeah. You know, there I was drank, a band. I drank at my work before. Yeah. Not, but like when I was younger, mm-hmm. when I worked at the Sheridan. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And like some of the guys, they were bartenders. Mm-hmm. So they'd just be like, here you go. And yeah. they'd be giving us shots, you know. Yeah. But it made the job way more fun because <laughs> yeah. then you'd like, I had to pick up all the glasses. And at the end, you know, you'd listen to the music and it kind of just gave me more energy, mm-hmm. you know. And I wouldn't get, I mean, too trashed, you know, to where anybody would know. Not to over the limit. Yeah. Well, definitely over the limit. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you're at work, so it's it's one is over the limit. Yeah, you're right. You're when right. You're there work, was times. But... There was times where I would really get partying at work for sure, and like the patrons. Really? Yeah, the, the patrons would on it. Like I they feel like knew. they they knew. Yeah, 
But I mean, I was like, like you said, like this is fun, and there's also like something enticing about like you like have the drink at work, and you're like, ooh, I'm not supposed to. Have yeah, this. it's naughty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to date this guy that uh, was would uh, he'd always come to the bar and he would order a shot. The bartenders knew, but they'd or he'd order a shot for me and go bring it to the back bathrooms, and there was there was this little uh, this little cabinet thing it had two little drawers in it on each side and he would always put like little shooters in the left side and he'd go left side he'd tell me left side and i'd be like yay and i'd go back there but wait who is this eh. oh an old boyfriend mm, yeah. so you okay no and i i thought you were talking about a boss or something because i got oh you know, oh no do, do the bosses used to do it too. i was thinking yeah. about the times instead of listening to you i listened to some of it and then i was like oh i remember when me and lewis were at the sheridan behind the bar and we'd like duck down we made it so obvious too we looked around first and we ducked down and we were all whoo <laughs> into shot it's like because it was new year's and we did a new year's shot well we had to work oh we yeah. deserved it no yeah. yeah i mean i think that's that's pretty normal for sure like that was the time that was the one time that my managers on duty were like like publicly okay with it right because yeah. the managers that i had like sometimes i'd be like whispering to one of my buddies about shooters or whatever and yeah. they would like over here and they'd be like are you talking about shooters <laughs> i'd be like no no and they'd be like you're really at work drinking without me <laughs> I'd be like, ah. I gotta go roll silverware. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I should gotta go, go sit down. Gotta go to the side room. So, I, uh, you know, there was one time I remember I was pretty buzzed at the Sheraton. Uh, I was working with that freaking crackhead. If you guys listen to the first episode of the Shift Talkers podcast, we all kind of tell you where we started from. And mine was uh, the Sheraton crackhead. She was yeah, feeding yeah, yeah. me Goldschlager. And, oh, uh, my goodness. Yeah, I walked out of there and I was just like... Wait, so the bartender while you were working? Oh, yeah. You were a cocktail she waitress. She almost kind of made me because if she got caught, she didn't want really to get in trouble alone. Mm-hmm. You know? Anywho. What happened, Thomas, mm-hmm. that made you decide that you had to stop drinking Oof, and uh... partying? Yeah, it's 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 kind of a it's a heavy little topic to be totally honest. Well, um, oh, okay. Well, we can talk about it some other time deeply, but you know, give us the 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 beat around the bush details, maybe. I don't really mind it to be totally honest. Like it was something that was a little bit difficult for me to talk about at first, but now it's not as much. It's just like it, it's not. Not what you would expect from me, because I mean, you guys knew me growing up. Like I've known you guys basically my entire like consciously aware life yeah and you know when i was hanging out with the guys or whatever i was always i don't think we mentioned this yet but Mm -hmm. thomas is my oldest son's longest friend like they've known each other since what grade i've known him since we were pre-k yeah. Pre fucking K. Yeah. yeah. Oh my early, God. Were you in there on there with the bus learning. incident? Early learning. With Andrew's pre, bus pre-school. incident? Did you oh, guys go on the same The bus incident? <laughs> Just kidding. Was that, was of, that, was that the one A bunch of we... boys showed their penises to yeah, each other. Yeah, I was there. Probably the boys. My... He probably started it. Oh my goodness. No, no. His name, I'm not even going to go there. Okay. Yeah, okay. We'll move on. That's because yeah. we were. <laughs> I saw a video once where you jumped off a roof to a different <laughs> roof or something, and I was just like, oh, my God. No, you fell off. I didn't make oh, it. You didn't shit. make it, and I was just like, what am I watching? And I'm thinking, that's Thomas, like mm-hmm. not some stupid YouTube video that I'm watching. And I'm nope, like, did you break something? I, I broke the house. <laughs> oh. How old were you when you got into the restaurant industry and – what brought you there? What made you apply to the restaurant first? Well, or did you tell um, us your deets? Well, to touch a little bit on the, on the first question you asked me too is like what got me sober. My life was just a mess. Oh yes, my, yes, my yes. life was a complete mess. I was drinking every day. I didn't eat breakfast. I was mm. always drinking. Like I would drink Coors Light instead of breakfast. I was doing just all you kinds. Gotta get of drugs. your carbs. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was living with my drug dealer. who's my best friend or at least was you know i was living with him and it was i was missing work and my life had just i just was depressed that doesn't sound good dude it was it was a living nightmare for sure my life was in shambles and then a very poor executed attempt at i i tried to uh, commit suicide by drinking 
like as much alcohol as I possibly could. Oh, and by the grace of God, my sister, she has no idea why. She just said, I needed, I felt like I needed to go back. And so she went back and then oh, my goodness. And they took me to the hospital that night. And the next day I admitted into rehab on Christmas day, actually. Wow. Mm, so. oh, what a, what a nice gift. Yeah. My, yes. gi- my gift to myself. Was, yeah. I love that. Me too. I, that's a, a wonderful gift. I remember a guy telling a story one time about, uh, God saved me. God saved me by sending those cops down and arresting me and sending me to jail for three months. Like God yeah. saved me. But anyways, go on. No, I mean it's it's true. It's like it's one of those things. It's like a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. terrible event. It was it was very dramatic, very emotional. I woke up and like they had me. They had like people watching me and like I was like when I woke up, I was a completely different person than when I got there. And so I walked up because my mom was there and I walked up to like grab a chair and this dude like freaked out and he was like, don't touch that chair. And I was like, I'm just grabbing something for my mom since she's, she looks uncomfortable, dude. And he was like, he looked at me like, you were not like that last night. He was like, oh, that wow. was not you last night. And I, I had answered all the, the psychiatric questions for, you know, have you ever made a plan? Have you ever done this, that or the other? And then they asked me again the next day and I was like, why are you guys asking me this? And they were like, you don't remember shit, do you? I was like, absolutely oh, not. I do fuck. not. So, so did they fill you in? Uh, I mean, did well, you, you know, know why you were there? Because did you know why you were there? Yeah, I did. I okay. did for sure. I mean, I knew from like beforehand. I just didn't like. I knew why I was there, and I yeah. knew how I got there. But you just I just couldn't remember. I didn't know like how I was. Mm-hmm. You know, right, was just right. Glimpses like kind of here and there. I know, dude. I mean, for me, that's the reason why I quit drinking. I wasn't like drinking every day and that's how I would make it okay. I wasn't drinking every day and I'm not an alcoholic. Yeah, Yeah. but the weekends would roll around and I'm like, let's get crunk. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what the kids say nowadays? Um, do they? What do they I say? Let's get crunk. (laughs) Crunk? That's one. That's one of the things they say, yeah. What's some other ones, Thomas? Um, Let's get crunk. Let's get lit. Let's get blasted. Let's get wasted. Time to party. YOLO. Fuck it. What's <laughs> the worst that could happen? <laughs> Yo, what's the worst Yo, that could happen? I heard, fly or die. Yeah. <laughs> what's the worst that could happen? That, that was the thing that Dude. I would always say right before I was about to do something absolutely just ridiculous. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's right. okay. Like, yeah. what's, the, what's the worst that could happen? Right. And Nothing good happens after two. Well, and, Boom, and that's, I mean, yeah. So I basically, I couldn't remember shit. Yeah. That was why I, I was just like, I would wake up and have to apologize to people like, mm-hmm. because I couldn't remember what happened and I would remember kind of bits and pieces and that I was angry of some way, you know, but I'm like, damn, I would never do this sober. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't yeah. make those choices. So I really had to, I was just like. I'm going to lose friends. You know, you know all about you're yeah. just afraid that. But I was just like, I'm going to do this for me. Yeah. I could give a fuck. You know, I was at that point. That's how you got to do it so, for sure. Yeah. And, I, and I lost friends in sobriety. Like that. Yeah. That's definitely something that happened. But it was like. Definitely. It, it, it's the analogy of like, you know, if you if you plant a plant, you know, it's not going to stay in that pot forever. Eventually, there's going to be so many roots. You got to repot it. It needs a bigger right. pot. You just you outgrow things. Yeah. You know? yes. It's the way that it is. And yeah. it's just. Yep. Not that that pot was less than the other. It's just that that was what was needed at that time. Mm-hmm. And now there's more needed moving forward. Right, right. And so it's just, it's growth is what it is. Yes. And I know that it's not easy. And it's like, fuck, like I really want to hang on to this person because they've been here for so long. Or we've got these experiences or those experiences. And there's the memorabilia. But it's like, you know, I got to, like there was a dude who talked about, or actually it was a, it was a, a lady. She talked about the acronym SLIP. Like when someone relapses in sobriety or whatever, mm-hmm. and it was sobriety loses its priority, and so it's like that's what oh. a slip is. So it's like you gotta like, like for me, you I know make it a sure. priority. It is, yeah. It's it's the most important thing to me because I know if if my if my cup has no water in it and someone needs some water, I'm not there to give. Yeah, know? you know, and I want to. I don't. I want to give. I don't mm-hmm. want to take anymore. Yeah, I did that. Aww. That so, is so great. I know. It really is awesome. I am more proud than my sister because I was closer to you growing up. Whatever. Than <laughs> then if you were the proudest, then why didn't you say it first? But you didn't be. I, I actually did say it. I said it last podcast that we're not. Uh, oh, okay. Using. All right. I believe you. So well, I'm going to say it again. I because appreciate it. You said it before me. I've, I've been around so both proud of you, Thomas. <laughs> we, we've done. We've, we, we just gotta have a little to, tip. All right. We had to claim your house. Just, you know, your house was claimed as the place for all of us. Yes. Right. Yes, I know.
And, and Thomas is kind of like one, you know, sort of like your kid in a way. Like, well, yeah, you grew up with him, yeah. you care about him, you love him. Yeah. So this must be just fantastic well, for you. Because... Yeah, it's it is really awesome. We were at Pie Night. We were because oh, it's, that's right. Yeah, we used to. We, I used to ask my parents Pie Night for at the Village Inn. Mm-hmm. Free they, pie. If you had, mm. if you bought a drink, if you bought a drink, they would give you a free slice of pie. Mm. And this is something about serving about the restaurant industry that now. I feel so fucking bad about it. Oh, let's hear it. I know where this is going because I bitched Andrew out. Yeah. For we, that one. We used to go to Pie Night and there was like 10 of us, 10 ignorant, just rowdy. Everybody meet there for Pie Night. Disrespectful oh, teens. We used to go waitress. to, where, where do we go? Perkins. That poor waitress. She hated you guys or he. So no, they, you ordered a drink and then a free guys. pie. All of you ordered That's all we got. We would always go in, we would get one soda, and we would get... What would you tip? <laughs> Dude, this That's is why it's so bad. <laughs> okay, listen, keep going, Because I would, I would ask my parents, I'd be like, hey, can I get three bucks for a drink? Because the drinks were what? Like, they were like two bucks, you know? So I was like, okay, I can pay for the drink. I can pay for the drink. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the yeah, then this person would put up with all of our... We would walk in there, and immediately it would be like... The servers would disperse. They'd be like, "Fuck no, I'm, I'm not, not taking this." I wonder table. if they like <laughs> like pick straws or if they did the coin toss. I would not <laughs> doubt it. Honestly, I believe that like there was there was times the manager would just serve us because like they like the servers like literally hated us, and I felt I feel so bad about it now. Like being a server, and I feel like some some of the stiffs that I've gotten or like some of the times that I've like karma. Had, yeah, oh, yeah, it's Absolutely. my karma. It was it was yeah, the way yeah. of the universe re- relaying like. Hey, yeah. you remember that server yeah. when you were in high school and you tipped her fifty That's cents her every time you went in? That's her daughter that just stiffed you. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it was so. Probably when you go in now as a customer, you probably way over tip. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely more one of the people that's like, okay, twenty percent is this. Let's add, you know, let's add as much. Do as you critique can. them like that one does over there? I, I've gotten so much better. Oh, at good. That okay. I, have. I won't I'm lie. Still pretty Do bad. You, are you a you critique? I don't want to say critique. I'm an analyzer. I, I like to see different server styles. So like when I'm at the table, yeah. if I'm not engaged in conversation with whoever I'm sitting at the table with, I'll I'll watch, you know, like what they do. You know, I'll like look at their other tables. I'll yeah. listen to how they yeah. talk to people and stuff. And it just, I, and I ask them questions, you know, cause, mm-hmm. and I let them, I don't know if you guys do this, but I'll tell them, you know, I'll be like, yeah, they'll be like I talking do. to me and I'll be like, Hey, I'm like, I'm, I'm a server. So like, I get yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like I usually tell them too. I've, I mean, at least if they're busy or something like that and they're stressed out, I'm like, dude, I'm a server. Just relax. You yeah. know, it's okay. <laughs> if you're a server, you you probably like to talk. So you are, right. you know, like I like when the server comes up, I'm like, hey, what up? You yeah. know, because yeah. we've had the bitchiest people sometimes. Yes. And it's just like, I love going out to eat. It's like my favorite thing in the world to do. So when someone's serving me and I'm out there and they're bringing me stuff and I'm just like... What a, I, know, I, yeah. I love it. So I'm yeah. like, how could someone be cranky and nasty to somebody else? Yeah, you some, know, but, some people yeah. just—they're entitled. They feel like they just, oh. you know, they 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 think they don't think server. They think like servant. Yeah, and it's like it's fucked up. Yeah. I saw I saw a post the other day that like it boiled my blood because it was like this dude and he was talking about he he put it up. He was like, this is a great idea for when you go out to eat. And it said, put five single dollar bills on the table at the beginning of your service. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, and it was like, every time the server makes a mistake, take a dollar away. Yes. And I was like, oh, fuck. Keep your five dollar, motherfucker. Yeah, I was like, if somebody did that, like, if I walked up to a table and there was already five dollars, like, and just five dollars laid out on the table, and that was the most I was going to get, or the fact that they're, like, actively judging me in front of my face. Right. I, I think I would purposefully forget to put in their order, honestly. <laughs> and I feel bad saying that, but at the same time, like, I well, don't. Well, you, you know, know what? what? I mean? There's no reason for that. None. Number one. Yeah. My I had an old GM at the OG. I'll just say that it was called the OG. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had an old GM there that would do th- – he told us that's what he would do. But he also told us – What? He would it's start – no, he wouldn't do $5, so he would start his tip at 100%. Uh, okay. And he said each mistake, he would take, 
you know, and maybe his mistakes were more valid yeah. because he is in the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. So he knows if the mistake was, you know, but I mean, I, I don't know. He, I don't know. Um, he always used to try to catch us in a lie, like, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I never lied to him. I knew I couldn't lie to him. <laughs> well, it's just like at Wex when we have those secret shoppers. Oh, yeah. And I think, I, did I talk about that before? I don't know, but well, I hate secret shoppers. I mean, that is the dumbest they, ass they, thing ever. You have to go up and you have to say your name and do upsell and... Oh, yeah. Say certain keywords, you, you know, two and two appetizers and two entrees, mm-hmm. and then you had to repeat. So no Their matter order. how many people you had, yeah. you say okay. Like if he, they ordered huevos green over easy, what up? I love that shit. Um, so good. I know. So, so you'd be like, okay, huevos green over easy next. If you mm. have a, you know, I mean, you learn how to live with it, but fuck, you're just like, yeah. And then, then if you Ugh. get secret shopped, I wonder what you get, if you, you get a hundred percent, you get 50 bucks, but what happens if you get, if you don't get one? I don't Do they know. put it on your file? Straight to jail. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to jail. Straight to order? jail. <laughs> I love it. That's how it feels sometimes, though, for sure. So yeah. tell us about Thomas, because I, I think I don't even think we got the, the mm-hmm. question answered about... How um, I started in... Yes. Food? Yes, um, yes, yes. What was your first restaurant job? My first restaurant job was food in the Coyote... It was in it was it was called Coyote something, but it was in Cliff's amusement park. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, it was, it was right by the bumper cars and the, <laughs> better known uh, as Uncle Cliffs. Uncle Cliffs, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uncle Cliff is still alive too, apparently. No shit. Yeah, and when I worked there, I was used to ask. I'd be like, "Is that dude like?" Because his niece was the one who was I, running stuff oh, when I was there. I didn't know if he was. I didn't even know he was a real person until just now. I don't think. Yeah, Uncle Cliff. Uncle Cliff. He's huh. he's a he's a real dude. Oh wow! But that was where I started in food. Yeah, and um, I worked there for like a couple of months. It was when um, there was a time in my life where I figured out how to play hooky at Lincoln, <laughs> and I did one time. Lincoln and, is the school he went to. In yeah, Lincoln, Lincoln Middle School. That mm-hmm. was my. That that was the beginning of the era, uh, <laughs> but whenever yes, I, whenever I I figured that out, I remember I was like riding my bike to school to like show off all of my friends. Yeah, ditch class, I'm cool. Got right. hit by a car. Oh my god! <laughs> and then, and then so I not, remember that. Yeah, yeah. So you ditched school and got hit by a car. I ditched school. School ended. I was on the way to school to show off to my friends. Got hit by a car. My mom found to out. To show off that you ditched school? <laughs> to show off that I ditched school, yeah. <laughs> when school ended. He was okay. bored. He should have mm. went to school, oh right? I He was bored. Been in class. <laughs> Who hit you and what happened? Some some lady. Just, I don't, I don't really, I just, I don't know who it was, but I ended up getting a settlement out of it. That's how I got my first car. Oh. And then I got hired oh. at Cliffs because I was like, I can drive now. Right. Sweet. So then I started driving and then I was working at Cliffs and then after that ended, um, then I kind of went down a relatively dark path because then I figured out how to steal alcohol. Mm. And so then I was- From the stores? Yeah, from a lot of different places. Uh-huh. Who shall rename nameless? Yeah. I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> so me and a friend, uh, we figured out that system. And then we started going to parties and we were like selling bottles mm-hmm. for like, you know, low prices. Because right, it was like, we got right. them for free. And then we had it to drink or whatever. So mm-hmm. we started doing that. But then I got hired at And that was one of my other uh, gigs. And I was a dishwasher there. So whenever I talk, I, I, I feel a lot of empathy for the dishwashers. Oh, absolutely. Oh, those those I, women and men work mm-hmm. so hard. I mean, yeah. they're, they got it rough, I they, think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I absolutely I agree. agree. And I know that when they get in there, they're like thinking to themselves like, fuck, like. You know, this is what I'm doing. Like, oh, uh, like I'm washing dishes. Oh, yeah. And then I like try to relate to him. Like, look, man, I was a dishwasher too. It's like just where you're starting. And it's it's a very humbling job. Yeah. It's a very humbling job. And it's like, I mean, you're going to do dishes either way, man. Like, why not get paid yeah. to do it, you know? Right, right. And so that sometimes get to him, gets to him. But then sometimes they're just like, fuck it. And then they quit. But Our owner, one of our owners has a business card. It says... CEO and head dishwasher. 
And he really seriously will. If he, you know, if he sees that we need, he used to, I don't know. I, I guess there's just really no need right now because we, we run a pretty good business. But mm-hmm. um, he would get right in doing the dishes, you know, um, a while back. But yeah, my, that's uh, what his business card says. I think it's kind of neat. Cute. I think that, that's great for <laughs> yeah. sure. My uh-huh. uncle, I mean, he owns, he owns HT and uh, he personally believes that if someone wants to manage that the way the place that they're supposed to start is in the dish pit. He says, if you want to manage, oh, right. I, I need you to run the dish pit for like two months. <laughs> you I need know, you to master it. That's that's absolutely true. You should start in the dish pit and learn every single part of the restaurant as, as a manager, especially like so. Our restaurant started putting them in the kitchen. They're learning in front of the house, back of the house. They're going to learn cooking, mm-hmm. uh, measurement prep, all these things. So our our manager goes on to tell us a story about one of the managers. He was a server with us. And she said, yeah, when he was training to be manager, uh, the prep cook, who is this old Spanish lady, was showing him how to make meatloaf, right? And they make a huge pan of it. And, yeah. um, you know, they round it out and then they cut it. Well, anyways, she's like spanking the meatloaf, right? <laughs> And so he's like patting it and she goes, no, like this. And she starts just slapping it and spanking it, right? So he starts smacking it and he's the only guy back in the prep area. Yeah. He, and he's he's very shy kind of guy. <laughs> and um, apparently she's not. <laughs> no. They all thought it was great. I mean, his I face turned like beet red and he's like, this is so awkward. Like, he's spanking the meatloaf. So awkward. Yeah, she told us that story, too. Um, she told me another story, which has nothing to pertain about anything except that it was awkward. But, you know, the little finger cods? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that what they're called? A cod? I, I don't think so, but no. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we always call them finger condoms. I know that's not the scientific name or the restaurant name. Mm-hmm. But, anywho, she – somebody – some guy, some young – cute guy uh (laughs) cut the tip of his finger off you know so she's bandaging it up for him and she rolls the finger condom down his finger (laughs) and then he tells her oh that was awkward (laughs) (laughs) see i was like so lesson is let them do it themselves well this comes up with sexual harassment in the oh. workplace. Well, right. <laughs> so it's like, what do you, like, yeah. some people would be like, oh, I'm so appalled they're spanking their meat. <laughs> yeah, no, that's. You're fired. There's always... You don't belong here, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the restaurant industry is not for the faint of heart, it for really sure. It really is not. Because there's always, not. like, uh, like there's one dude who's, like, kind of homophobic at the place that we work, and mm-hmm. we're always talking, like, in gay voices. I'm like, hey, pass me that spoon, dude. I need to spoon it. And he's like, stop doing that. I need that. to spoon it. Yeah. I'm like, why? I need the spoon. It's it's important to me. And they're like, he just gets so weirded out. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with it, man. It's just we're having fun, you know? Yeah, yeah. And there's, yeah. you know, it's just like people, I, I know and plenty I agree. You know, I agree with that. But like nowadays, so many people are, are offended by everything. Uh, by everything. I mean, you can't even say you guys or, you know, so yeah. it's kind of, well... <laughs> Do you remember Ray used mm-hmm. to freaking stick? I'd be I'd be at the table and she'd walk by and <gasps> stick her pen between my legs oh yes. from behind oh and go like this, like oh back and forth gosh. in and out, like and I'd be like, oh my god! <laughs> Make sure you block out her number, but she has to listen to this episode. Her block out her name, you mean? Yeah. What did I say? Her number. number. <laughs> no, there's um, a, there's if a you want to call Ray. Yeah. <laughs> for a good time call. For a good time call, right? <laughs> There's a dude like t- a out. dude that does it out to He'll always walk up behind me and I'll be like and it's always when I'm talking to my general manager. He'll walk <laughs> up behind me and he'll just like slip his finger between my butt crack. <sighs> and then I can't and I'm like talking to my general manager. Who I mean, given that guy's super fucking cool too. That dude's super chill. He'll he'll do I mean, there was one time where I was like changing my shirt and he walked up behind me and pulled my like my back hairs. Like right, at the, like right at the below my back, and I was like, yeah. oh. I was like, who the fuck was that? And then there was no one there, and he was gone. Oh, so was, slick Rick! 
So I was like, what? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's something that's always prevalent in, you know, in restaurants for sure. Cause I mean, definitely the, and that's the thing about, you know, offending everybody. It's like, what is someone going to tell on you? I guess if, if they go up to corporate and they say so-and-so this, I was offended, then they would tell you and then yeah. you would have to stop if you wanted to keep your job. Yeah. yeah. Right? And it, yeah. I think that there, I mean, there's always a line for sure. You know, like it, mm, there I mean, is. You know what? I it's a very think fine line. that yeah. if you work in the restaurant business, you can gauge pretty well who's going to have fun and play mm-hmm. very around true. Yeah. and who is not. So, yeah. um, you know, and I think that's part of a, a good quality that we all possess is that judgment of character. Mm-hmm. While we're working, I wouldn't say so much outside of work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for myself, anyways. I'm speaking for myself. Joking around keeps it keeps it live. It keeps it fun. It keeps it keeps work an interesting place to go to. For sure, definitely. There's a dude that we pick on at work still today. I mean, I pick on Phil's mean to say, but it's like we tease him, you know. Yeah, and he's he likes it. He expects it. Sometimes, oh, yeah. <laughs> but he he's gotten. He's Sometimes got, you guys go too far. Is what that Sometimes, is. but it's oh. it's it's well deserved though. I mean, he's mm-hmm. my age. He's twenty four, twenty five. I think he's twenty five, about to turn twenty six. And there's a seventeen year old girl that works with us, and he's always like hanging out with her after work. And and there was one time where we were talking about OnlyFans, and I asked him, I was like, hey. I was like, would you be upset if your girlfriend had an OnlyFans and someone else chimed in? And they were like, doesn't your girlfriend have to be 18 to have an OnlyFans? <laughs> and he would get, he got so, he got so mad. And he was like, I'm not even going to fucking answer this question. And I like, walked away and I was like, come on, bro. Like, hey, you have to answer me. I have to know. Would you be upset? <laughs> I think but. no answer is the answer. Yeah. But he was maybe just, I don't know. He was upset that someone called him out because he was trying to yeah. flirt with a girl who's underage. Right, 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 right. 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 And I, I mean, that's against the law. You can be put on a sex registry for the rest of yeah. your life. Yeah, so sure. make some no choices. Joke, you know, think about some choices. Yeah. You know, <laughs> no, make yeah, good I, choices, I, people, please. And I, you know, I've made terrible <laughs> choices, but I'm learning. It's not. Hey, I'm yeah, learning and growing. Experience. It's part of the experience. Learning and growing. So, uh. I was telling my sister earlier, Thomas, before you got here, that mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel a lot more like myself. And going back to the story that I started with about my boss this morning and calling me and I was late, blah, blah, blah. I was dreaming about her walking around the restaurant and saying, where's my Maggio? Where's my Maggio? And I... Was and I was telling her I just saw it. It's around here somewhere. I just saw it, <laughs> and I didn't think twice about it until I saw her. And I said I was literally dreaming about you, like when my phone vibrated and kind of woke me up when you called. But I think I wonder if it was like and little things have been happening, like eleven uh-huh. eleven. I've crazy. talked about before, yeah. like all these kind of little things, and so that and I'm like. I wonder if subliminy. So, oh my God. <laughs> I had, was Thomas's word earlier. Oh, <laughs> oh uh, san- sanitization. <laughs> subliminy. <laughs> Sanitization. Yeah. Oh, no, that's the right word. No, sani- sanitation. Sanitation. <laughs> Trust me. When okay. I said it the first time, I was like, sanitization. I was like, there has to be a Z in there somewhere. <laughs> Like it can't be wrong. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, but anyways, you... I I think that I uh, you know after thinking about it, That's after crazy. all of the the couple of weeks that all of these signs that I'm getting that have been building up for me, mm-hmm. uh, I just totally think like it was a subliminal message. Was walking around going, "Where's my manager? Who's my manager today?" Because she knew it wasn't her. She knew she had the day off. Where's my Maggio? Did I just say her name? I did. Yeah. All right. Just mm-hmm. remind me to. You will. Yeah. You said it no, earlier sometimes... too. I did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about it earlier when I, I said that you. guy. Yeah. Do you want names blocked out? Probably. We should probably block block out name for sure. <laughs> yeah, dude. I got you. But.
I had a conversation recently. Not really. I did not. That is a lie. Because a conversation to me is like face to face. Yeah. Talking. Yeah. Back talking. And forth. Looking at each other. I was texting back and forth. And um, you know what? Never mind. I don't even want to tell this story. I'll tell you guys after if you really want to hear it. But. Well, now I have to. I feel like. I, I know. I, I no, it's not. Well, I'll, I will. I will discuss it with you both because I think it's. Probably. Well, it's block that out because now the listeners want. I will. Yeah. I will. Yeah. You know, they're gonna be like, "Well, fuck! Now we're never gonna know." Yeah. Maybe she'll say it. We're on like, the next and then they see us. Oh well, Andrea and Thomas know the secret. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, what it's was that fucking that, story, bro? <laughs> it's not that big of a deal, really. <laughs> well, it's but, like, uh, that's like the thing with at my new work. Where, uh, I'm not allowed to tell him that I know, but apparently he said the words, "I play a mean flute." <laughs> and so oh. I, I told them I was like if I, if I don't see this guy play the flute by the end of 2021 it's a fucking bust <laughs> like, if I don't see the, and if it's not good if I don't if Amazing Grace on the flute doesn't make me cry so I, I had started uh, with a little bit of gratitude before we started this podcast, before you guys got here. Mm. But I wanted to also give gratitude to all of our guests that are coming in out of the restaurant every day and, uh, you know, practice safety as much as they can and as much as we can and just be respectful for the restaurant business. We are mandated to do these certain things mm-hmm. and just do it. If you want to eat... You know, I mean, you get to it. sit at the table and take your mask off. Exactly. It's really not just that big it. of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. And I know you're trying to be defiant against the government. <laughs> I understand. But um, yeah. this lady said the other day, which you had mentioned something about you wanted to hear something about the COVID. I will say something about COVID real quick. This lady came in and my manager told her to sign in. And she didn't want to sign in. So she sat down and waited, put her name on the list and so it was her turn to get a table and said, well, you have to sign in first. And the lady was like, I'm not signing in. And she said, well, then I can't seat you. And the lady said, well, fuck you. <laughs> do you are you going to, oh, do I need your permission to take a piss too? And she walked out. Oh my god! So this is what Dramatic we deal with, much? All right. Yeah, like it's not a right. big it's deal. It's not. We had a guy write down Darth Vader. Oh yeah, you know, I've had I, Elvis Presley. Yeah, I was like, cool, man. Like that's you know that I like I don't care. I know. Like, it's, that's it's a, a fun formality. thing to do at work. Let's look at the list business. and see what <laughs> they wrote down at the end of the day. That would be Elvis fun. was here, you guys. That would be yeah, fun. they just put the first name Jenny and their phone number is eight six. Oh, we're giving people ideas now. <laughs> I yeah. love it. I wonder <laughs> if other states are mandated to give contact tracing Not when Texas. you go sit down. Not Texas. Texas Hell doesn't no. give a shit. No. <laughs> nope. Texas, Arizona, Alaska. You know, I... They're I all, might move there. They're all opening up. All those... You what? I might move there. Where? Somewhere where this bullshit isn't going on. Not without Texas. There's other places you can pick besides Texas. Well, I'm not Arizona saying anything bad about yeah. Texas. Arizona, it's just uh, Alaska. Which I don't want to move to Alaska, but I, I wouldn't want to either. Arizona's so hot. Okay, great. You know what? what are you the schools for? are opening yeah. back up April fifth, mm-hmm. full capacity. Like every grade, they're going back. Not hybrid. They're going back every day. Woo! So it's Finally. it's on kids. Do they have it's to on. wear? Do they have to wear masks? They have to and wear masks. Be socially yes, distant. Probably. But they're still gonna probably have fun. School. They'll have fun. Oh, Colin, yeah. Colin pre- yeah. pretended. Oh, I have to say this. Colin pretended that he. Well, he pretended that he was bummed about it, but he's so excited I could see it in his face. <sighs> yeah. I, I would talk to my, my teachers, and they'd be like, yeah, your monthly report card is going to be mailed out on this date. And I would check the mail every oh, yeah. single day, and oh, then yeah. I would get that piece of mail, and I would immediately burn it. And I'd be like, ha, ha, ha. No one's going <gasps> to oh, see my Oh, my God. Grades. You are such a sneaky. <laughs> yeah. Or we would ditch class, and then they – because they started doing that thing. Before, it was like, if you ditch class, you just ditch class. Mm-hmm. And then you get like a letter in the mail. Right. And then you would just burn that letter. But then they started doing that thing. Burn. He's like, burn it. Don't even throw it out. Like, <laughs> no, rip it up. Burn, just burn. burn. No evidence. No evidence. <laughs> no one's going to read a burnt letter. 
No, but they would start doing that thing where they would call every day at the end of the, and they'd oh. do it at a certain time. And they'd be like, your child missed periods. Five, oh, right, right, right. Six, seven. I'd get that call almost every single day. I would get that <laughs> every call. Day. Oh, not your parents? Because we still had landlines. So oh, we still had a home phone nice. and they wouldn't call my parents. And I would answer the phone and in a, in a victorious type of walk, I would look at my parents on the phone and it would be like, your child, Thomas. And they'd be like, who is it? And I'd be like, no one. <laughs> victorious walk, he said. Victorious. I felt I felt like a champion. I'd That's be like, wow. so great. Where no were you one. when I was, you know what? I still have one coming up. I need to know what's going on here. I'm so naive. We thought we were slick, but. Well, you probably were. Our parent, you know, your parents are, everybody wants to trust their children. Like they're yeah. the age. Yeah. My, my kid wouldn't do that. What I think, and I was even like on the way here, like just driving, you know, uh-huh. like I was like everything, everything happens the way it's supposed to. It you absolutely know what I mean? does. Like the reason that yes. I, that you asked me to come to that time was for this event and for that event. Uh-huh. And you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. like, I, like I'm here for a reason. And yeah. like yeah. we were can, like got back into touch for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so that's the reason, you know. And on a different yeah. level, not over Andrew, over you're both have a right, a, right. Or, the same interest. Yeah. So so yeah. we haven't mentioned before, but let's mention it now. Thomas is going to have his own podcast soon. He's mm-hmm. working on some ideas. You guys, we could do this so podcast many- forever. Yeah. As long as we make it fun and funny um, and not too long. So we're going to wrap it up there. I want to make one more COVID statement. And this is, this is really huge. I was Googling some shit last night and 12.5 million people in the restaurant industry in 2020 and now it's down 3.1 million that fucking sucks you're gonna tell me when to piss too yeah well there's lots of reasons why we want to go back to work because we want to feel good about ourselves we want to interact and socialize with people we want to freaking eat the food while we're there and fucking have a coca-cola a lot of people are still scared to come out, like our oh, patrons. Okay. And you said, Thomas, too, that the place you work now, too, are old people. Like, old, a, you have we, an older oh, crowd. Okay. So I can, we do, people. too. And yeah. so it's, it's people are still really scared to go out. But, mm-hmm. um, but anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for coming. This was a really fun, interesting, serious, not serious talk. Mm-hmm. And I, I had a really, really good time. So... Um, thank you i had a great time wanna... i was excited yeah, to be too. here yeah me too i was excited to have you both here too because we started off with the sober talk and you both uh have that in common so i thought it'd be a really good theme um i want it to be that theme for for thomas anyways because i think it's really interesting to be 24 years old be in the industry starting to drink or drinking in the industry and then getting sober and mm. you know seeing still it being that in different, the industry yeah still being in the industry i think we yeah. we probably didn't t- talk about it too too much which is okay we talked about a lot of really cool things and uh we hope you all liked our podcast this evening so give us a holler at shifttalkerspodcast.com on our blog. You can also find us on Facebook, Shift Talkers Podcast, one T, one word. We're on YouTube and all the good platforms. So give us a holler. Give us a listen. Shifttalkerspodcast at gmail.com. Give us some of your stories and we will give you a shout out on our podcast. Okay. So I hope you all have a great, great night. Thanks again. Bye-bye.